Hi, do you ever wonder what it's like on the other side of the couch? Do you ever get curious about the conversations therapists have with one another? Or are you a therapist who loves to hear others talk about our work? If the answer is yes to any of these, you're in the right place. This is Therapy Talk, the place where therapists discuss therapy. I'm your host, Rachel Landman. Join me each episode where I invite my colleagues in the field to come discuss the work. Good morning, Megan. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. Hi, Rachel. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. It's always so much fun chatting with you. Absolutely. How are you enjoying the change of the season at the fall weather? You know, it's good right now, actually. I'm really enjoying it. I live um, on the Upper West Side, and it's so nice being able to see the park and the colors changing. So I'm, I'm loving it. It's great. <laughs> are you originally from New York? I'm not actually. I'm from California. So I feel like these, like the the weather change and the fall leaves and all that is still like every year so magical to me, even though mm. I've been living in New York for a long time. So yeah, I love this time of year. And then winter comes and I, you know, always I'm like, should I be in California? I don't know. <laughs> so what, uh, what made you come over all this way to New York to this uh, beautiful seasonal weather? Yeah, it was actually for college. So I went to NYU um, back in the day. So I feel like, you know, kind of like first visit to New York, it just felt like home. It was one of those funny moments where I was like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be living. Um, So I went to NYU and I graduated with a BA in art history. Okay. And then what did you do next? In art history? That's interesting. Yeah. In art history, yeah. Yeah. Then how did that get you to be a therapist? (laughs) It's such a long story, Rachel. Um, Basically, like very long story short, um, I, so I was like super set on a career in the art world after graduating from NYU. Um, And so I worked at an auction house for a number of years, like loved it, thought it was the best experience and such a great training for like the rest of my career. But I just like realized that it wasn't for me long-term. So then I did another career shift. I sidestepped into tech, um, worked at a couple startups, loved it, thought it was great, such an adventure. Um, But in one of those roles, I got to take on kind of more of like a mentorship um, wellness program kind of coordinator role and like really realized that what I wanted for my life was to work in mental health, but I didn't really know what that meant. So after that was a big kind of just like exploration about like what what this field looked like, like what the different career paths were. Um, And I quickly landed on therapy, actually, like realized that that's really actually what I wanted to do was to become a therapist. Um, So from there, just like started talking to as many therapists as I possibly could, trying to understand like what it looks like to be a therapist, what it means, Um, and took my GREs uh, applied to grad schools, uh, and then fast forward about, I don't know, a little bit more than two years. And I graduated from teachers college, Columbia university, um, with a, let's see, master's of arts and a master's of education in counseling psychology. And here I am today at human souls (laughs) as a mental health counselor. So like full circle moment. What a journey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and when is I feel like when's gonna be the moment where you're like you know and then I discovered this thing <laughs> I moved on to this thing or do you feel like this is actually it now? 
you know what's so funny? I feel like it's actually it now. I love this role so much. Like I love this work in a way that I feel like I didn't connect with my last kind of career trajectories. But it's so funny because I feel like as my very wise mother likes to say, like, no, no experience is wasted. And I really do feel like every single experience, like it was a very long journey to get here. And I didn't sit in my first grad school class until my like early thirties. So Mm. it's definitely, it was a long, it was like a long journey, but I think, you know, I think on, on some days you're like, oh gosh, what a mess. Like why, why did it take me so long to get here? But I think I love I love that what my mom always says, like the no experience is wasted because I do feel like every single experience helps me be a better person, a better therapist, like, um, and actually just kind of like it has enriched my life in, in so many ways. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting, you know, as a supervisor who I've seen, I've seen so many interns go to BLPs, mm-hmm. being licensed. It's <laughs> the people that come in from a second career, career changers, mm. that tend to do really well as a therapist, mm-hmm. because there is already a set of experience and professionalism that they have already learned in another industry that they just automatically bring into this field, which just feels like an easier transition. And they kind of go ahead a little bit they have experience and it seems mm-hmm. like clients are connecting to that as well because they're like oh she actually knows more than just being a therapist she, she she seems to understand other fields of work as well um do you feel that reflected in your work as well absolutely I feel like you sum that up so well because I think I think there's a couple factors like I think it is it's really helpful I think most of my clients um, you know, are engaged in, let's say, kind of just like office, office dynamics in some way. So like being able to, I think, understand that is one piece of it. But I also just feel like um, having this understanding of different types of environments, different types of working environments, um, and just like having this, I just think life experience under my belt a little bit more, um, which I think is an interesting perspective that I've come to a little bit later, because I think being in grad school and being the same age as let's say a lot of the professors mm-hmm. it's like a deeply humbling can be a deeply humbling moment and it's that moment of like okay am I gonna like leave grad school and just feel so like out of place here where everyone just graduated or am I gonna be like no this is actually great and I'm gonna try to embrace this experience um but I think that it it definitely feels challenging and I think this is why a lot of people don't switch careers or because it is it is hard, like it is challenging and it's deeply, deeply humbling, I think, in my experience too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think especially as a woman, it's very mm. hard to change careers. Um, if you are considering having a family and, and things like that, you you have to be set in some ways mm-hmm. or otherwise it gets more challenging. Um, so I, I, you know, kudos to women specifically who end up still following their dreams and, and their values. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And how have you been enjoying being a therapist now being a few months into um, your actually working with clients after your internship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm so surprised by just how much I love. I love the work. Um, I think that there's a misconception sort of out there that therapy 
is all about just sort of the um, more difficult side of human emotions. And that's completely true. But I feel like it's also about like the range of human emotions. Um, and I love just the process of self-discovery that happens in the therapy room or or on video. Um, I, I just feel like it's it's such a rewarding um it's such a rewarding kind of uh journey to be to be with clients as they're sort of discovering discovering different things that they want for themselves or different things they want to change or just kind of um unpacking things like it's just it's such a privilege to be part of that and I kind of sometimes can't believe like how lucky I am and how privileged I am to be part of that it's it's very special it's so very special it is what do you notice you're leaning towards in terms of orientation, clinical orientation? Hmm, yeah, something I think about a lot because it's really interesting. Like I think in grad school, um, you you know have all of these ideas about like what kind of a therapist you're going to be, and like you kind of think that you're going to 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 kind of only be able to work with one orientation. So I would say that I try to bring in many different orientations, depend on like what the client's kind of goals are. But I would really say that kind of fundamentally at my core, I really do um, connect with this idea of like the, a client-centered or person-centered um, therapy. I really I really do kind of believe in those Carl Rogers tenets of the unconditional positive regard of the, the client is not um, someone to be fixed. It is a equal relationship. It's a collaborative relationship. Um, and I think it it makes for a really beautiful kind of collaborative therapy experience. Um, and something that also I think brings a lot of joy into the therapy room. I'm always surprised by how much kind of like laughter and just kind of, we can just kind of talk about things together and it can be funny and sad and all the range of human emotions, but it really does feel like a conversation and a collaboration, which I just, I just love. I think it's so much fun. Yeah. It's it's amazing what we get to do on a day-to-day basis and get paid for it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I love it. Um, what do you feel are some of the challenges of this career? Having been in some of the other careers, seeing, you know, mm-hmm. kind of being around the block a little bit, what are the challenges in this career? Yeah, you know, I think it's actually something, it's it's interesting because I've, I've I've thought about this a lot because I have had, I have had, as we've talked about a lot of different career experiences, but I think that this work is, is unusual in the fact that, um, you're never, you're never an expert is what, is what I think. Like, and I think that that's both kind of scary for me and also like very freeing, like this idea that like, I will never know everything there is to know about being a good therapist or about providing therapy. I will always be doing trainings. And I think that is kind of scary, kind of knowing that there is so much that I don't know. And then I'm going to be learning a lot of times alongside my clients, no matter how old I am or how long I've been in this field. But also it is like freeing too. Like I, it is an interesting idea that like, I will, you know, just like we as humans, like never stop growing and learning, like as a therapist, I will never stop growing and learning. So I think that that is something challenging and also fantastic. Yeah, 
I definitely hear you. I think for the perfectionist, this would be very, very difficult <laughs> <laughs> to feel like, wait, is there like this end somewhere where I can yeah. say I'm a professional? <laughs> no, there's not. Not as a therapist. Not as a therapist. So I think, I don't know if in any field you can really ever claim mastery in what in whatever way, but there is a certain, um, I can tell you that after some years, there is something that settles as a therapist, mm. which is really a really nice experience because I remember when I started, every time there's something new, I would like do this research, like spend hours understanding. <laughs> it's like, I've never heard of this term and understand and we'll spend so many hours, but it was, it was good. It was important. But now when I come across it, I'm like, I'll still research and try to understand it, but in a much more settled way than I did before. Mm. So a settlement will eventually come into place and it feels really nice when you get there as well. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like grad school is, it's great. You learn so much, but you actually don't learn anything until your first client is sitting in front of you and you're having that first conversation, um, which is, which is really an interesting aspect of this work too, that you are, it is kind of on the job learning. And I think that's the kind of brings me back to why I also like that collaboration piece mm. um, because it isn't, I'm not saying that I actually know more than the client. We're working together um, and and sitting in the space and sharing the space together. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. I have, some of the interns sometimes ask me, so is there any prep work before we see our client? I'm like, no, nope, you're just going <laughs> to jump into the cold water and you'll live. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I cannot. And you know it, you, you can't prepare. There's nothing you can do to prepare yourself for that first session, that first interaction. Um, it's just, just going to have to go with it mm -hmm. <laughs> and see if you can live. <laughs> wonderful. Megan, well, it was wonderful talking to you. Are there any last thoughts that you'd like to share today? Yeah, I think that you know, if you're a therapist or a aspiring therapist out there, and let's say you're just like curious about it, I think for me, I think something I read about when I was thinking about changing careers was this idea of like envy as a compass. And I really felt like that was helpful for me. I realized that I was really envious of a lot of the therapists that I knew and the work that they got to do. So I think whether it's, you know, you want to become a therapist or whatever you want to do, I think I encourage everyone to just take take the baby steps. Don't look at it as this giant career change, but look at it as these little steps towards, you know, ex exploration and kind of thinking about what you might want to do. And I do think that sometimes using that envy as a compass is kind of an interesting um, way to look at it too. So, yeah. I love that. I really love that analogy. I'm going to steal that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Megan, for your time today. And I hope I get to speak to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Rachel. This is so fun.